Welcome, welcome into this week's Talk of the Town with me. That's right, just me. I'm your host, uh, Martin. Thank you for joining me. And as you can see, it's like the end scene of The Sopranos right now. There is nobody left but Paulie Walnuts in that case. And I guess that makes me Paulie Walnuts. This is where I would say I am joined, uh, or I am in a room rather, full of heroes, but I am joined. But as you can see, that's not going to happen. So I'm Martin, thank you for joining me. As always, you can watch me on YouTube, or you can listen to me on, ready for this? Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Take us everywhere you want to go with those platforms. And in fact, we are on every single platform you find your normal podcasts. Just search Talk of the Town and Ipswich Town FC podcast. Or just put it to Google and I'm sure it'll be found. So, what's been going on since the last time we were with each other? Well, sadly, uh, we've, we've got beaten. Yes, we are no longer undefeated. We were beaten the weekend 2-0 by Aquiton Stanley and... I really wish the guys were here this week. Obviously, Rob is not here because, you know, he's been told he's not allowed up to play this week. And, uh, yep, so he's taken his ball and gone home. And, uh, and Neil has the flu. So it's just me, and I really wish the guys were here because Neil kind of called it with um, the defeat having to come. In, and when, when it does come, it being against a team that perhaps wasn't fashionably good. Whereas me and Rob obviously called it completely different and I mean I said 3-1 I think and that was completely wrong. So let's just unpack the Aquiton Stanley game. Formation wise for me was really poor. I, I understand he's got a style of play and he's got a mentality of, and how he wants to play it. But you have to pick your players or rather your, for, your formation to your players. Okay, So you want to play 3-5-2. I get it. You've got Big Toto, Luke Chambers, and, and, and Pat Wolfenden, uh, Luke Wolfenden. You want to play those three players. But if you haven't got the full-backs or the wing-backs to do so, then you really shouldn't be playing them. Guion Edwards is not a right-back, OK? He's a winger. You are asking a winger to not only defend, but also have positional sense. And you could argue that's where the first goal kind of comes from. A lack of communication along that back line, because the five players hadn't really played together, had they? Let's face it. Edwards, Wolfenden, Chambers, Enciala and Garber. I think that was probably their first league game, certainly, if not their second or third game. So not many games in total. And you're asking to communicate away from home, and, and the first goal is a communication area, uh, error. Wolfenden is marking nobody, uh, and Edwards is marking, or trying to mark, two players. The second goal is, you see, I've watched it about four times now. 50-50. I've watched it four times, and at least twice I've gone, really, is that a penalty in today's football? Yeah. I guess it is, but is it? And then the other couple of times I've gone, yeah, Stonewall, absolutely. If I'm being honest, Toto didn't have his greatest game. I think he'll admit that himself. The real total, that is, not the fake Twitter accounts out there. Uh, but he's given the referee a decision to make there by going up for a ball in the manner he's gone up with, in the area he's gone, he's, he's gone in on, uh, in a situation that really didn't warrant it. Um, 
the ball was there, well, wasn't really meant there to be won, and we had enough players around Toto and the striker that had he not even gone up for it, second ball, we're going to win it. And, and you know, to Nick and McCarthy phrase or, or way of thinking, always try and win the second ball. So I don't think he had to do it, and you could argue that was 45 minutes of Toto at his absolute worst. Um, now, I, 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 I'm not fully bought into the Toto hype train, but I'm, I wasn't... I wasn't away from the from, from, from the station, if you like. I was I was at the, the station, ready to board. Neil, on the other hand, again, it's why I wish he was here because he was a big Toto no-no. We saw obviously the Gillingham game, and and Neil walked away completely not happy with it. Um, you know, and uh, he did say at the time he wouldn't get in the team unless there was a suspension or injury. And obviously Wilson was suspended, so. I don't know. Toto's an enigma, isn't he? You know, one day he can give you the absolute best, and another day he can give you the absolute worst. And sadly, um, we got the absolute worst, didn't we? So, you know, we had we had our chances. Let's not kill ourselves. We should have perhaps taken them um, into midfield. And I did tweet this out at the weekend. If you don't follow me on Twitter, obviously, why not? At HDR Martin, head there, give it a follow. I've got a football manager competition running at the moment. Obviously, take part in that. But I did say at the time, for me, you're only as good as your midfield. You win and you lose a game on your midfield. And that midfield was absolutely atrocious. And that's probably being a bit kind. Scusi didn't have his best game. Did I call him Scusi? Really? Okay. Uh, Dozel, again, I don't know what... I don't... See, Dozel's a tricky one because... I truly think Lambert is trying to play Dozel because he's called Dozel. And he knows the players have this connection with Dozel and this affinity towards him. So I think that's why, personally, that's why he's getting a lot ahead of Emir Hughes. He wants to try and get Dozel up and running and get him going. And on paper, it looked a, a, good, a good tie. It looks a good moment for Dozel to step in against the bottom six League One side and 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 Dick and you know put his mark on the game. Got Nolan next to you, who's an established League One player. Got Cole Skews next to you, who's obviously established at a Championship level, been smashing it out of the park at this level. This is the game to get Dozel going. I see the thinking. I, I almost agree with it, but he didn't again take the opportunity. And it's okay, you know, saying, oh, but he's got a good pass in him, or he can unlock this or unlock that. If he goes missing for, in this case, 40 out of the 45 minutes, what good is it? Especially in the midfield three, you need, normally midfield threes are where you put players to protect them. I always remember Anthony Wordsworth when he was here. In the midfield two, he was so-so. I thought he was quite good, but McCarthy at the time, so-so. He always said, Woody can only play in a three. Because Woody didn't have necessarily have the attributes you needed to play in a two. Work rate, uh, physicality, things like that. Dozo is that player. He has to play in a three to work, but he's not working in a three. So how many players do you have to put around him to make him work? And it's now becoming a case of, it's just not going to cut it here. And it's a really sad situation. And I hope I'm wrong. And I hope and pray that, you know, come this Wednesday, Rotherham at home, 
If he's given the opportunity again, he can grab it with both hands and run with it because he's got talent. That's not undisputed. But there's talent and there's application. And just, just ask Adel Tarak about talent and application. The two must, must, must go hand in hand. Anyway, so that, you know, and then obviously Jackson up the front on his own. We missed Norwood. We did. Uh, well, no, sorry. That, he was up front on his own. He wasn't. Up front with Judge. Some will argue that is on his own, I suppose. Judge is not a striker. You know, I defend Alan Judge to the guys to the hill. I, I, I am an Alan Judge uh, apologetic. I, I love him. I think he's a, a, a magician with the football. But he's not a striker. And I really, I personally would have liked to have just, to have seen him years years coming into Alan, Alan Judge maybe as a link man. Um, you know, straight, just straight striker. Somebody who can get the ball at his feet, back to goal. Bring players into it, um, and he's not he's nowhere near mobile, you know, in terms of like Jackson. But I don't think he's less mobile than Judge, and I think maybe he gets involved a bit more and could have helped out in what was a midfield struggle. That said, we would we were drawn into playing the way Stanley wanted us to play. Now, actually, Stanley, I will take my hat off to them. They came, they they arrived with a game plan. And they carried out the game plan to absolute precision. And their game plan was, we can't match Ipswich Town stride for stride, ability for ability. So we will drag you down to our level and we will say to you how this game will be played. So I'm talking long balls, I'm talking balls, you know, head tennis, physicality, those types of, of, of things. They really... You know, they brought us down to their level and, and then, of course, schooled us because it's their level. It's their way of playing. We did that very often under McCarthy. We took good teams and brought them down to our level uh, and made them play percentages and second balls. And, and when you're not used to it, it's tricky. And, and I just felt we weren't really used to it uh, any longer under Lambert. I mean, we've got the personnel to do so. So I feel that that was their game plan and it worked. And that's why players such as Judge, Jackson, Bozell, it's not their game. It's not their game to play 50-50s. It's not their game to, to try and win a ball in the air. It's not their game to, to feed off scraps. So hats off to Acton Stanley, who I felt did a fantastic tactical achievement. So moving round to you guys, and I asked for your three-word reviews. I did ask for voicemails. I've got some. But I can't seem to get it off my phone, onto the computer. So we'll try again. So next time, after Rotherham, if you've got a, a thing to say, don't phone Radio Suffolk. Phone me. And uh, you'll be on the show uh, with our voicemails once I've got it uh, to work. But I did ask for your three-word reviews, which for those on Twitter, you'll now be seeing those on the screen, all of them hopefully, or you know, one by one. However, I have picked out for those listening on other platforms without visual aids, Five of my most favourite uh, three-word reviews. And we'll start with John O'Keefe. Referee is blind. And I can kind of see that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we had an opportunity. We had the ball over the line. It, I've seen it from the angles you, you're afforded at that level. I can't really say it was over the line definite. So, you see, the town fan in me says, yeah, over the line, without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, but the you know the football onlooker in me 
to, 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 to say a better word is like, no, I don't think so. So, but that, 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 that said, the Dobra uh, incident was absolutely diabolical. I don't see how he's got sent off. Um, there was a two-foot lunge. I think they got a yellow card in the end. Oh, yeah, he wasn't the best referee. And to top it off, every time Stanley players hit the floor, like Autumn leaves, oh, free kick, free kick. Oh, it was ridiculous. So, yes, John, I, I, I do agree with that. Uh, Craig Smith missed key players. Uh, yes, Craig, I absolutely agree with that. We did miss key players and we did show why we need to have international breaks when players aren't here because that was that was the team, albeit minus Dozell and Judge, that would have played Wickham. Uh, and who would have come in for, for Dozell and Judge? Well, you know, Will Keane, he's, he's obviously not fit because he's not he wasn't picked and he, he didn't come on, I don't think. Uh, from memory, so he's obviously not fit. So you'd have had Jackson with whom up front? You'd have, you would have thought uh, Shoes for Dozell, and you could argue Skews, Do, uh, Skews, Skews and Nolan is a better three. But who's up top? You know, so yes, absolutely miss key players, but it really hammered home why we need to have um, the international breaks off and why this whole we should be playing here. We've got a big enough squad really has to go because we've got a big squad. But it's a really unbalanced squad. Got two strikers with Will Keane being the third, and he's hit and miss fitness-wise. You've only really got one right back. Got a couple of left backs, but that's a fit area at the moment with no real injuries. You've got a, a, a whole team of centre halves, but pick three out that are playing well or fit together. Um, or actually, you know, I say that. <laughs> You'd go to a two, my book. You'd leave Nciala out if Wilson wasn't available. Uh, and you go to a two. But obviously Lambert doesn't like to do that. So yes, absolutely, Craig Smith. Uh, Mike Buddha-Brown, don't play Dozell. I think we've covered that a little bit just, just there. Um, you know, it's a real tricky one for Dozell. Uh, Paul Rowe, Nciala, big liability. Uh, it's hard to argue, really, isn't it? With that, after that 45. But as I've said... Toto is either he's an all or nothing player. You either get ten out of ten, or you get naught out of ten. You never get either. You never get a seven out of ten every week. He wouldn't be a McCarthy player, put it that way, because he's he's, he's unreliable in terms of his application. David Paul, shower of and he's got the nice little, uh, ice cream emoji. I'll call it. Um, I think we all know what it is, really. But yep, I would agree with that absolutely. Um, so yes, yeah, so there we go. So Akron and Stanley, you know, disappointing. But as Lambert says, there or said, there will be bumps in the road, and it's how you respond from those bumps in the road. And that also is us fans as well. As fans have to respond to the defeat. And what I mean by that is we have to head to Portman Road with optimism, with confidence, with a sense of, okay, it's gone. Relax, forget about it, right? Boom. Every top team gets beat every now and again. I mean, you know, the Arsenal Invincibles are called the Invincibles because they they went a season without getting beat, but equally, that's a rare achievement. That's why it's still talked about. Um, any sport is a rare achievement when you go undefeated. So all top teams get beaten. Look at Man City against Norwich. All top teams get beaten. So it's how we respond as fans. Get behind our lads. Get behind our players. And really bring them home on Wednesday and drive them forward. I hope to be back with you after Rotherham. In fact, no, I will be back with you after Rotherham. This is part one. And 
I'll bring part two after Rotherham, so a special part two where we discuss Rotherham and look ahead to Southend. And hopefully, Mr Neil Moles is over the flu and he can join me for that. Rob will still be off gallivanting around uh, the UK. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's that's hopefully what's been coming up. Let's just quickly end on uh, a couple of questions that I asked the guys on, on Facebook for. And thank you very much for sending those questions in. It really is appreciated. Uh, in fact, Rob Davies himself put a question. He's that desperate to have his, have his voice heard on the podcast this week. Uh, where was Will Keane considering we were knocking it along a lot and it wasn't sticking at all? At 2-0 down, we could have sacrificed one of Dozel, Judd or Nolan, especially as Dobra provided good support from that area whilst on. Yes, I do agree with that to, to some degree. Um, very surprising that Will King didn't feature, and it screams to me he's not fit. And this is what I was concerned about when we signed the lad. Um, could he stay fit, and would he be, a, would he be there when, when, when needed? And if he didn't play yesterday because he wasn't fit, then no, he's not. And I hope we're not paying him a lot of money because it was a big risk then and it's not proving to be uh, paying off yet. So that's the way it goes. Kathy Williams, do you think the Acton game has proved, proved we were desperately light in defensive positions? Also made one striker light as well. Yeah, I just covered that really. Yeah, absolutely agree with it. Yeah, we are a striker light. I said that in, in the summer. I've said that, I think I've said it recently, recently as last week. Um, to go into a season with three strikers, one being Will Keane, who is, you know, at League One level currently because his injury record was incredibly naive, incredibly ridiculous for a club with our budget and and our stature at this level. You really needed, a, you know, perhaps those three and a younger player, or those three and somebody else. And I just, you know, yeah, absolutely lightweight up front uh, needs to be better. And Jordan Hockford, do you think we'll make any more signings, any signings in January? If so, who comes to mind? Mm, that's actually quite a good question. That's such a good question. I think we'll leave that one to the lads about. I think that's one we can unpack together, and they can provide a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit added insight to the situation than I can just me myself and I. So on to Wednesday night now. Then so Rotherham, a big, a big game now. Actually, following that two 0 defeat, I don't necessarily see the team changing as much as it would have done had we beaten Aquiton Stanley. I still think Holy will be in goal. I still think it'll be a back three, but this time it'll be Wilson, Chambers and Wolfenden. I think it'll be uh, Edwards still at right wing back. I don't think we'll see Kane Vincent Young uh, yet. I think he'll be held out till South End, given that extra time to recover. I think at left back, we'll see Garber again, of course. Uh, midfield, I think you'll see Hughes come in instead of Dozell. Uh, so Hughes, Skews and Nolan being the three. Again, Downs, I don't think will be fit enough to play Wednesday. I may be wrong, of course. And and if Downs is fit, then down plays. Downs plays. The same way if uh, Kane Vincent Young is fit, he plays. It's not, not even a question. Uh, up the front, I think we'll see Will Keane. Now, I know I've said, you know, he can't be fit, etc, etc, etc. However, you know... Maybe he didn't play at all on Wednesday. Uh, sorry, on Sunday, because Paul knew he may need him for for Wednesday and didn't want to try and run the risk of him. So I think we'll probably see Jackson and Keane up front, even if Keane just plays the forty-five minutes. 
Uh, I still think you know that's probably a better option than than maybe than maybe other options we've seen or have there. Um, prediction wise for, you know, for the score, it, I'll always say Town will win, always, and I think it's imperative we actually we actually do win, just because just before this bump becomes a you know this small bump becomes a big bump basically, uh, because obviously Southend is on the Honda, uh, new management at Southend, new vigour. Obviously, an ex-town ex face there and Herman Ryderson, potentially. So it's important we don't let this defeat linger and we don't let it affect us too much. So we've got to go back for a win. But I will just pull up this quick statement, um, which I was alerted to on, on the old social media by, uh, by a guy called Stuart. And it was a Lambert interview. Uh, and he said, I'm not sure Emir can play back-to-back -back games at the minute with the injuries he's had. That's why we're with Andre. Plus, Andre's been training really well. I have no problem with with Andre playing at all. Okay, well, first and foremost, let's unpack that first paragraph. Because there is two paragraphs, so I'll be the second one in a second. First one, I think he's going to say that. That's a manager defending his selection. I don't think he would throw a player under the bus um, and say, yeah, you know, hands up, I've got it wrong. X, Y, or Z was absolutely terrible. He's defending his selection first and foremost. And secondly, I think that plays into the whole Andre Dozel debate. He probably does look really good in training. He's playing against players he knows. They're his friends. They're his mates. There's no there's no fear there, no trepidation, no nerves. Just the standard thing, isn't it? You know, you take a guy down the park for a give out with his mates. You're like Lionel Messi nine times out of ten. You put a guy, and I wish Rob was here right now because Rob's the sort of player who Andre Dozel is, is is almost like. You put Rob on a on a park with his mates, he looks brilliant. You put him on a Sunday morning, I'll let Rob tell you what he thinks about that. But yeah, you know, so that probably plays into the whole Dozel debate, you know, and it's probably a mind game as well as a physical game with with him at the moment. Second paragraph, it's the same with Will Keane. Can I or we get two games out of him back to back? That's a big ask for the two lads. I don't want to re-injure them. Okay, so that, that to me, again, says we'll see Will Keane against Rotherham. And it also means that he's probably not fit. Already carrying a little bit of an injury. Can't play, you know, back-to-back. Because -back. Um, I think some people have taken that as he's, he can't play back-to-back -back from Ginningham to here. I'm taking that the other way around. I'm taking that he can't play back-to-back -back from Stanley to Nat to Rotherham. Uh, and we'll see if that's the case. But if that is the case, then why did we go into the season with just Will Keane being our third striker? And that is the one question I will ask Marcus Evans if I ever had the opportunity. What was the budget going into the, in, into the season? And, and, and why was Will Keane seen as the, the answer? When it's quite clearly he was part 1A of the answer and not the full answer. But we're going to Rotherham on Wednesday and it has to be a big response. Uh, this has been part one. Thank you for listening. If you've listened uh, or watched, thank you for listening and watching, I suppose. If you have uh, watched on YouTube, leave a like and a comment. If you have listened on any platform, leave a review, uh, a five-star review, obviously. Give us more points than, uh, than Norwich. And um, yeah, join me for part two on Thursday when I, or hopefully we, review the... Uh, Rotherham game. But yes, until next time, I am Martin on my own. Even producer Sophie's left me today. I know it's just it's a shower.
as somebody said. Take care, all the best. See you for part two very soon.